we have a young, vibrant lady, Angelique. She's uh, doing all the editing for us. And she made a top list. You guys were number one on her top payroll podcast list. Welcome to our podcast. It's about payroll. We're your hosts, Brian Escobar and Walter William Duncan III. Whether you're new to the payroll game or a seasoned veteran, we have something for you. Welcome back, folks. This is episode 98. We're going to be talking about global payroll and getting young folks excited about global payroll. How do we do that? We got an awesome guest coming on, Max Vander Klis Busink. Sorry if I mispronounce the name. Max Vander Klis Busink. Yes. Before that, what's up, Walt? How you doing today, sir? I'm good, sir. It's a good football day. I made myself some from scratch yesterday. Yes. So we're gonna be good. We're going to be Doing it up here in a second. Yes. Yes. That's what's up. Like, how you bounce from scratch? I'm good, man. I'm excited. I got mad that the, that, cause like where we had a couple of weekends with Saturday football and I had, I wish football was all year round, but I saw, I was like down out, but I, me and uh, me and the kids went to a carnival yesterday and I saw some friends that we haven't seen in a while. So it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about football today. Excited about this episode. And before we get into it, just want to give you a little payroll news update. And Walt is going to walk us through a few things that he's found, some trends with young people. Yeah. So today's show, as Brian said, or alluded to earlier, it's about global payroll and attracting and finding this new hungry talent, right? So these trends, they may not necessarily be global, but it's trends for young people to watch out for, at least in the U.S., right? So Got Here we it. go. But I will, I do, I do feel that this could impact any young person anywhere across the globe, right? Here are some trends to watch out for in 2024 for young employees. Number one, generative artificial intelligence. AI can automate content creation, streamline operations, and provide data-driven insights. AI-powered HR technology can create an environment where employees can connect with their work more meaningfully which we yeah. spoke to earlier, employee experience is a big thing that companies yes. are looking for. So this, AI is going to just only enhance that. And that same vein is another one is automation technology. Companies want to have more automation in their processes and how they do things. In 2024, it says that 91% of businesses will use automation to modernize their operations. Wow, wow right? So that is going to really help bring in young people and, you know, yep. keep them engaged and stuff. Yes. Um, keep them engaged. Yep. Gig work is another thing though, for young employees. So this may counteract people getting into payroll. It says the gig economy is expected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 17%. By, so that's still growing and you find more people like getting into the, being their own bosses, like calling their own shots and working their own schedule. So people want to do the gig work. More so now. We can make this gig work, though. There's a gig work opportunity to make payroll. Somebody, some folks got to build it, right? But yeah, there's an opportunity there. True. Um, Your favorite, pay transparency. transparency. (laughs) Has become increasingly important part of HR legislation legislation starting in 2022. Um, The next piece is learning and development. So some predictions for learning and development in 2024 include AI learning. Virtual learning, mentorship programs, 
personalized learning. Again, that personalized customer employee experience into that personalized learning. Focus on soft skills and leadership development, creating a learning culture and bite-sized content, which I found was interesting yes. because yes. people want that. Hey, I'm not going to give you this whole thing. You know, all at once here's, Hey, here's this little bit, here's that little bit. And I think that because we live in a, we live in an age where people's attention spans are getting shorter, mm -hmm. right? So you need to offer the, that bite-sized content. And we then some other, yeah. some other trends to, for 2024 include shifting EVP. What the EVP you ask? Yeah. Employee value proposition, which, which is defined as a statement of values, rewards, recognition, support, and company culture that an employer gives to their employee, enabling, enabling employee to do their best work and achieve their highest potential. So then, um, another trend is new manager necessities. Another trend is crumbling career assumptions. And then another okay. one is AI reshaping work. As we all know, we keep talking about AI got mentioned a lot in these trends. So oh, yeah. you have to think about that. AI is really going to impact Embrace technology. Yep. Future of work. It yeah. is going to impact the future of work. And so. That's pretty much all I had. Did you want to talk about any of those? Did anything stand out to you from this news update? Yeah. This episode is presented by Time Track Go, the simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier. In addition to the unique graphical employee time card that helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes, Time Track Go is excited to announce it's now compatible with QuickBooks Desktop providing effortless data transfer and reduced errors. Track Go will not only save you time and money each week, but the easy to understand user interface and the ability to turn a tablet into a time clock will get you and your team up and going in just minutes. Find out what a simply better solution can do for your business. To learn more and sign up for your 14-day free trial, go to www.timetrackgo.com. That's www.timetrackgo.com. Or you can call 888-321-9922. That's 888-321-9922. Let's go. For sure. One, gig work. Payroll can be in gig work, but if we're getting young people excited. No, you probably can't jump into a gig work situation for payroll as a first timer, but definitely folks who are already doing payroll, it's temp work really. And if you do it right, you get yourself and in, in become an independent contractor, get yourself organized and do it right. You can do absolutely do payroll gig work. And it just kind of made me think about opportunities. Oh, if that's the case, if it's trending to gig work, then we may need to do some things. Yeah, uh, for real. But you remember, shout out to Christina and her team over at Valor Payroll, mm -hmm. incredible business owner, someone who started out in payroll and ventured out into entrepreneurship. Yep. Um, one of the things that she told us when she started her business is that's how she started getting clientele yes. is through the gift work. That's right. Yep. You know, doing, that's right. doing that stuff. And that's how taking she got some yeah. clients, taking those odd jobs and yep. going through providing solutions for these companies and doing that. And that's 
how she built her clientele. So you're great right. Great call out. Yeah, great call out. Um, and then AI, it embrace technology, embrace technology, because Walt and I are definitely researching a lot. And if you all oh, payroll folks, if you're worried, like, oh, my God, my job is going to go away. No, not yet. Not yet. We're a long way from that. So I would say invest in yourself. Technology. There is a statement out there that's floating around. The more that your job can be documented and logically broken down, the more chance that it can be taken over by AI. Yeah. But you need, so if that's the case, if you're in a situation like that, invest in yourself. So now that, that, that means now you need to grow a little bit, whether that be in learning the AI so that when it does get applied to your job, you can make a case for keeping you on for a while because you're a prompt engineer or you're whatever the case may be. I think it's going to take a long time for payroll. It may hit other industries, but I think we did some, we covered something like how it's impacting some industries. I think payroll will be a while because folks are not going to want to automate their pay. You know what I mean? They don't want me. Well, what I mean by that is we may want it. We may not care, but the CFO at a company may not decide or the HR leader, whoever's making that pay system decision is not going to be like, oh, hey, no, this system runs totally autonomously. You just build it out and then let it run. No. So they're going to want somebody to liaise be in between the company and that system. So that could be. So again, invest in yourself, embrace technology, and these things will, it will impact you a lot less. Yeah, that's all I had to say. But that's good stuff, man. I like that. Yeah, get definitely going to help young people get excited into payroll if the technology is, that's one of the complaints that I've seen is the technology is not there. Yeah, I think we, and I don't know if you agree with this, but in my mind, um, I feel like the world is moving to a place where it's about a level of convenience in the workplace and easier and accessible for younger people. Because think about it, Mm -hmm. like imagine the generations before us, I know our generation has seen the progression of technology. Think about where we were mm-hmm. kids and we saw internet, that dial-up modem. Mm-hmm. Like young people don't know anything about the dial-up modem. Oh, that's like so funny. Yep. Or, yeah, know, those different things and how technology has progressed. And it seems like there's light years versus what it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. I remember when we, we were kids when the cell phones came out. You know what I'm saying? Like when cell phones used to I be couldn't afford the first cell phone. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was like, first of all, it was car phones. And yes. then it was that like suitcase that you yes. held and again, yeah, like it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So like technology has changed. And I think as technology progresses, we're going to have to progress as employers yeah, and companies um, to stay relevant. And it's hard to stay relevant in a digitized world when you're not up to, I'm not going to say up to par, but when you when you haven't caught up to the the rest of the world as they're moving, you know? Yep. So I don't know. Uh, that's, it's a good call out. Some, again, I think uh, invest in yourselves don't, and embrace the technology. Absolutely. So yeah, man, let's, let's get into our guest for the today. We're welcoming Max Vander, please bus, busing head of service delivery at Pazar. 
With over 17 years of global payroll experience, our guest leads Pazar's customer success and business development efforts. They are dedicated to delivering payroll excellence and sharing their expertise through their podcasts, their webinars, and more. Join them as they explore the world of global payroll and its impact on businesses and individuals. I welcome Max. We have our guest, Max Vanderklis Bussing. But Max, how do you pronounce that? What's the right way to pronounce that? I think you did wonderful, but it's Max Vanderklis Bussing. There you go. Yes. Walter did it better. So Walter, was, you were born in Germany, right, Walt? Yeah, I was born in Germany. My dad's an army. I was in the army. My dad was in the army. I saw my army brat. So yep. we were there in Rassenwehr, Germany for nine years. Kann das hier ein bisschen Deutsch reden oder? Say that again. That was German. I asked if you could speak oh. a little bit of German. <laughs> but he could pronounce the things better. He yeah, pronounced yeah, the yeah. name like, you, like perfectly. So sorry about that, but thank you. And so Max, Max, I, I already gave you a great intro that I we prepped and I recorded for you already. You'll hear it in the show. But what we'll jump into now is our greatest, biggest, our most fun question is how you got into payroll. What's your payroll origin story? Yes. Regrettably so, I'm like most other payroll professionals have fell into payroll. I hope we can get rid of that term in the not so distant that yes. people actually choose payroll as a career. Yes. I remember I started on the 7th of June, 2006 in payroll. Wow. Yes. Very specific oh, wow. date because I remembered I was a high school or a university dropout. <laughs> yeah. That's how my payroll career started by not studying anymore because it's so boring. What were you studying? Commercial economics. Oh yeah. That might be tough. Yeah, and I did a lot of stuff. Legal was part of it, accounting, statistics, and I got all my grades, but I thought I'm learning all of this, but I have no idea in which context to place it. I haven't truly worked. So I said to myself, I'd rather study and work at the same time because then I can continuously apply what I'm learning in my job. So I started applying for all kinds of jobs and then started as a payroll administrator. So I, my career, my whole professional career started in payroll. I've not done anything wow. else then wow. payroll. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's why I love that story. Walter actually picked payroll. Yeah. So yeah, he was in the military. He picked it. So he's one of the few that chose to go into payroll. And I heard as, it one of the episodes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And as, and as we've, as we've been prepping for this, we're trying to get young people excited about payroll this year, this season yeah. forever now, because unfortunately we are an aging group. We are aging out of payroll and there's not a lot of folks behind the young folks are. in the game kind of to take over for us. So we want to get young people excited about payroll. And before we talk a little bit about that, can you, how do you explain your job? Like, what do you do for Pazar now at your career? Gosh, you're 17 years into payroll, right? And what is it? You know, I'm sure you're not, do you process payroll anymore? I don't. It's very okay. awkward. Okay. I still start waking up in the middle of the night thinking of my payroll calendar. Me too. Yes. It's, so yeah, at Pesar, you know, Pesar is a global payroll management platform for international businesses and payroll. I'm the head of service delivery at Pesar, so I make sure that our customers stay successful. So I engage with them to fully utilize the platform and just make sure overall their payroll experience is great. I also do a lot of business development on the side and a lot of 
outreach to brands, the profile of, of Paysart through webinars, our own podcast, uh, the Plug and Pay podcast, Love and just evangelizing payroll. And as a practitioner for the last 17 years, a global payroll manager, but also one who actually processed payroll back in the days, so I just helped to innovate the platform with an expert view. So. I basically just love working for Bazaar because it combines payroll and all of my years of experience. And I can help people who were in roles that I've been in for the past yes, seven years. So I yes. know their feeling and know their needs, what they need and what they don't need. So I think it's a perfect fit. That's nice. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what me and Walt are like, why we have so much fun with this is we're helping other payroll pros, folks on LinkedIn reach out. Oh my gosh, you guys helped me practice for the CPP or Oh, I listen to you guys every day. And it's just, it's so amazing that folks are grabbing onto it because it's needed. Like you said, it's, yeah, niche. it's very niche, right? We're in a very niche market and it's, we, they need the plug and plays. They need the, it's about payroll shows out there to help us keep going. Now, as we, as let me not freestyle here, we have the questions ready, right? For you. Oh, bro, on. Oh, I want to think about his blog as well, because we noticed that you have a, a blog. Can oh. you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, exactly. And thanks for, for noticing the blog. Yeah. I just had an epiphany moment after New Year's Eve. I think I need to do something with all my thoughts about payroll. Yes. So why not just start a blog? And I think it's great that people at Bezos support me. They're very agile, support any initiative. And I just felt like there was a need for actual hands-on, non-scripted, non-marketed views about one specific topic about payroll. So it's, I just actually finished one yesterday and I just don't even edit. I just put my thoughts on paper. I send it to our content specialist for editing. If there are no spelling mistakes, but for right. the rest, it stays the same. So nice. yes, I'm not, I'm not a native speaker, which is fine, which people can read through the lines, but I just wanted one specific topic. And I did one on GTNs, right? Gross to net reports. Who writes an article about gross to net reports? Nobody, but everybody uses it every single day. If you yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's the idea. Just like you share knowledge is there to share, not possess similar yes. with experience. And I think we need much more of unlocking within our industry, just like you guys are doing, which is fantastic. We just need to evangelize ourselves. Yes. Mark, and thanks for noticing. Man, that got oh, me motivated awesome. so much, Max. Oh, yeah, man. for real. Yes. Yeah. We, yep. Absolutely. So let's get into it then. We, the first question we have for you and coming as a global payroll expert and 17 years of experience. How can we leverage digital platforms and social media to effectively reach and engage with young talent interested in payroll or global payroll? It's an excellent question and it's a very difficult one to answer, right? Yeah. Because if I would have the holy grail of how to mobilize the, the people or the young people to join the payroll, then I would have shared it. But I think my view is that... Um, we don't necessarily need to push youngsters into the payroll profession, but we need to make sure that at least it's visible as a profession. Ooh. I think yes. if I think back yes. on, on my days in school, I was taught HR in the end, I, I did my master in human resource management, right? Which, and it was a part legal where you do accounting, you learn everything about accounting and law. When you do law, you learn everything about income tax or VAT or corporate income tax, yeah. right? You learn everything. If you go to an IT school, you learn everything about technology. So, well, guess what? We touch all of that in payroll. That's why right. sometimes they, 
with payroll, you don't have to choose. That's right. Because everything is combined in one platform. And we have one profession called payroll. And how do you reach them? I think nowadays, of course, LinkedIn, I do see a lot of graduates being part of LinkedIn. So we need to make ourselves visible, which we are doing yes. the best we can. And if I think back of my days at Shell, for instance, I also work at Shell. There was a great program where graduates were hired and they rotated within different functions almost every year. And they went on assignments, but they never worked in payroll. Oh, wow. They touched payroll within HR. So then I, it got me thinking like we should probably make payroll part of everyone's profession. If you start in HR, maybe you should actually process a payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Once or twice. Maybe you oh. should actually manage a payroll. If you're working in finance, maybe you should actually rotate a half a year within the payroll function. Absolutely. And I think that's how we can maybe make it much more visible. And then of course, in terms of the platforms, it maybe starts in school, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to my daughter, she's seven. I say, you have to become a payroll professional. Yeah. So she looks at me like, no, 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 daddy. I said, well, you see me happy at work. Right. She said, yeah, you're always happy to work. I said, I work in payroll. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's interesting. I, love it. I, I thought about that for recently for my oldest. She was, she's trying, she's 20. She's trying to find the right niche, the right, the right job for her. She's doing sales right now. She's excited about it. So I'm happy. I'm not going to divert her. If she goes on, maybe she could go into payroll sales later. I think sales yeah. is the greatest skill to have. And I didn't know that young, right? I wish I knew that young. So yeah, I thought about the same thing. And we, Walt and I are also thinking of how do we get that first associate's degree program going for payroll, right? Yeah. Because it absolutely can be an associate's degree program, a bachelor's and a master's. You know, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it already exists in the Netherlands, by the way, we have an oh, associate really? degree in payroll. Yeah. Oh. We also have a managed payroll services, which is at a, a higher education level that already exists. Really? But it is not within the universities. It's a separate organization that does it. We also have our own PAO, so to say, in the Netherlands. It also exists in South Africa. The CIPP, of course, is in the UK. They actually have an apprenticeship yes, uh, that they keep going, yep. which is also great. So I think it is starting to evolve to be part of that education cycle and get those certifications in. So I think there is a lot still to do, but there's also a lot already done. And the CPP also had, we had Jason Davenport, the CEO of CPP on, on our own podcast, and he shared his story around the hashtag be payroll or hashtag choose payroll, mm. which I think is a great initiative because yes. just a, a different way of looking at it, but choose payroll, right? Yes. Just like Walt did, choose payroll, yep. right? Not roll into payroll. And by the way, if everyone, anyone ever rolls into payroll, they will never roll out of payroll. Anymore. Nope. Just following along with that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's exactly and what do you guys think in terms of the platform, how to best reach the youngsters? Like you said, it's a tough question. And I think there's probably yes. what is that a new the new trending phrase? Omni channel approach. Right. Yes. And we're multimedium approach type of thing. And to get on social media, the podcast. And as we're talking, I'm thinking, oh, we need to target young folks on LinkedIn, send them the, cause we have a business development partner yeah. that we work with. And right now we're targeting the obvious, the pe the pay people with payroll in their title. But yeah, like you said, we got a lot of graduates now on LinkedIn. We need to target some young graduates or 
would be right up there on LinkedIn before they graduate. Let's target that. So that's what I just thought of now, as you said it. What about you, Walt? Any ideas that you've been thinking about? So for me, I go back to what Max said about engaging with the, the youth, right? It's not about like selling them on payroll, but in showing them, hey, you can have a successful, fulfilling career in payroll. Look at us. We started out in payroll yeah. and now look at where our careers have transitioned to. That we're yep. Max, for instance, you spoke that you don't really process payroll anymore, but you're still heavily involved in the world of payroll. And that's exciting because payroll is an ever-changing landscape, right? Always changes. There's some, always something new and exciting coming down the pipeline. Yeah. So if we can share that with the new payroll processors, the young people and say, hey, you can, maybe payroll's not for you, or maybe it is, but you can have an exciting, fulfilling time and the sky's the limit for you in payroll, right? Because payroll- I think that's great to know. Payroll could no, be you in really... HR, payroll could be in finance. It could be in so many- Yeah, exactly. And I think we should probably speak less about payroll to get people in payroll. Yeah. Because it's not the sexiest term out there. But if you would say, I think we need to do a lot more storytelling yes. to get the payroll picture out there. What if you would say, you know, imagine a post saying, do you like to travel? Do you like to be exposed to different cultures? Yes. Do you like working with people? Working with numbers? Yes. Do solving you like, do you like help solving other people problems? out? Do you like helping? Yes. Do you, do you like to be the it. reason why people come to work? Yes. Right? Do you want to? never get bored and have endless career possibilities. Yes. I've not mentioned the word payroll at all, but it ticks all the boxes, right? Yes. And then people say, yeah, of course I want that. I said, well, come join the force. Yes. Wow. I love it. I love it. Yes. Oh man. You really said it. You articulated it so well with the, we can't force them into pay. We need to make payroll visible to them. That yes. is lovely. And I love, and I think 2024 for me is the year of articulation is just being able to articulate something so that folks understand it because I love it when things are given to me. Oh my gosh, I understand that so clearly as Max said it, man, that's awesome. We got, we, this is it. We just had some great starter conversation and starting topics for folks to go out. All of us that are evangelizing payroll, like you said, need to be doing that, making it visible to folks. You well, when I was only like three years in, in payroll, I started my career at the international as a Goldman agency in the oil and gas and dredging business. I think I was 23 where I joined one of our directors to set up a payroll in the uh, Emirates and I ended up flying to Dubai and actually being on one of the vessels oh that we God. had people stranded on who were building the islands <gasps> there in Dubai, right? Wow. If you would say this without mentioning payroll and then also would say payroll got me there, people yes. would be like, yes. okay. Yes, Max. That's exactly yes. right. Yes. That, yes. That's that is exciting for a young person. Like I can only yeah. imagine how exciting that was for you to be in that position. Oh yeah. I was really yeah. nervous. And I had to then actually explain fairly difficult payroll setups to these big dredging guys, right? Big guys. I came there in almost my suit with my calculator explaining their pay, right? Yes. And they just had a question. And vividly remember one guy said to me, Max. I don't understand anything of it. I just want to look you in the eye when I ask you, is it all correct and compliant? And he looked me in the eye with these staring eyes. And I said, yes. He said, that's all I need to know. Wow. That's awesome. So that's just, 
that's payable for you. That's and that awesome. also made me realize sometimes we go very technical, right? And I, my, one of my guilty pleasures was always to answer employee questions. I loved answering employee questions. Me too. Because you never know. <laughs> too. You never know who's at the other side. You never know their emotions. Yes. You never know what's up. Yes. And it's all, everything you've done, both privately and professionally, almost comes together with every new question. Yes. I always said, let's not email, let's talk to each other. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, that's a good one. I love that, Max. Yes. Let, let me look you, because I had this experience, look me in the eye guy. Yeah. On a dredging vessel. I said, let's look each other in the eye. What's up? Why are you angry? Let I me like help that. you. Yes. I love that. Right. Yes, that's, that's true. I, and I, do, I love the investigation part of it too. And that's what the calls lead to, right? It's like, yes. well, this happened to me in my check and can you help me? I used to love going down those rabbit holes. Oh, yeah. And I've had folks ask me about pennies in difference in their checks. Pennies. I my right? My check was X amount last week and it's pennies different this week. I want to know why. And I would be like, what? Oh my God. But it was fun to go in and I had to compare every earning, every deduction, every tax, every nuance and to tell them, oh my God. And that actually, that's how I learned that tax rates changed at the, in, in the U.S. at the beginning of every year, you could experience an update in your tax rates the state level, the local level, the federal, whatever it is, they update their rates at the beginning of every year. Because payroll, as we know, is calendar year driven. You get your document at the end of the year and it's a calendar year. So that's how I learned that. So I love that, Max. It's such a great it's, conversation. Um, yeah, right. And what I've noticed as well is if you do global payroll, in my last job, I think we had around 20 plus countries. So just do this dynamic times 20. Yep where financial use don't match calendar years. If you process it in, in the UK, it's not even a clear cut per month. It's the 6th of April until the 5th of April. Does that mean that they get, do they have, is there an equivalent of a W-2 in, in that scenario? Yeah, correct. And it's not a calendar year? No. Oh, wow. I had the UK ran from April to April. I had Singapore, mm -hmm. or was it Australia was July? It was all over the place. Wow. So it's not just that it's always calendar year. And then there's different changes. If you process payroll in Italy, they could like, okay, yeah, let's just update the tax rate on the 28th of June retroactively for the last year. Oh, yes. So like, okay. I know there's a lot of complexity within the states and even within counties. And, but at least it's the same language. Yeah. Oh, that's what I yeah. always say. That's a good call out. Let's, thank you for that, Max, because what I've been thinking recently, oh, well, the way that we explain global is the same as multi-state and it's nuanced the same way, state by state, country by country type of thing, except for the languages. I did not think of that part. That is exactly right. Wow. Wow. And it, we're always learning something new, folks. I get stuck to think about, okay, that's awesome. Now we know that, folks, right? Global yeah. payroll is not just... W calendar year. So wait a minute, and I'm not to divert too far here, but I, because we love the global payroll piece, how do, is there an equivalent of filing taxes in? Okay. And that's not yes, on however, the calendar year. Correct. And there's, so for instance, if I would take my country, actually in the year where I started payroll, they, the government introduced something new, where there is one payroll tax feature you do per pay period. And that includes the tax return and the social security return. So it's only one return with one payment per payroll period, which typically in the Netherlands is monthly, by the way. 
if you would go, for instance, Singapore, it's also a calendar year. However, the income tax is not collected through payroll. Income tax is only collected through self-assessment. We only collect uh, social security through payroll, which is remitted to different funds. In France, for instance, it was recently, well, fairly recently introduced that they actually started collecting wage tax or income tax through wages, right? But there you can actually influence the tax rate. So there is a submission from the tax authorities to the payroll providers with the effective tax rate that people can actually choose. So there's no tables. There is a personalized tax rate. And by the way, the France payslip is typically two pages because that's how many pay elements that are on the payslip. Oh and you God. can have four or five different social security parties who, by the way, have different filing frequencies, who, by the way, have different ceilings, who, by the way, have different percentages. Wow. That, that, is a lot, that sounds oh like a lot of God. fun, Max. <laughs> it is, it is. Reconcile it, right? Reconcile yes. to zero. Uh, yes, yes. Get the tax accountants out there. Why is this accrual still out there? Well, this is paid quarterly. This is paid in advance. In Belgium, for instance, you pay Social Security a quarter with advances. And then it starts reconciling. So mm -hmm. you see these tax accountants processing those GLs saying, this is what I accrue. This is what you pay. There's no match. You have to explain everything again. So welcome to the wonderful, complex world of global payroll that will never bore you out. Max, do you think that it will get, do you think they would standardize across countries? Do you think it'll ever get to that point? I think no, but wow. there is a lot of harmonization done, for instance, within the European Union on risk coordination That's what made me think about it, the EU, yeah. Yeah, but there's also a recognition within the EU that culturally, it's just different, right? And it's okay it's to okay. be different. And it's so also just think about employment, right? If you digitize everything, the biggest employer typically is the government in a country. Mm. What if you would standardize everything and 20% of those people would lose jobs? So sometimes it's also just about culturally creating work yeah. or it's just bureaucratic. A country can be bureaucratic because yeah. that's the way that they see. And they don't see themselves to be bureaucratic. If we look at their research, geez. That's very bureaucratic, but that's also just the dynamics of how it works. Like in Spain, you need to always register an employee before their start date, like register them, right? Sometimes I worked at a retail company and they pick people off the street, right? You come work in my shop now. Yeah. They weren't registered. What, so we what do you mean by register? Who... I'm sorry, Max. What do you mean by register? Registered for at the social security office that they had a new employer, which was a local social security office. Oh. If you were late. Our payroll provider actually had to go physically to the social security agency to register uh, them if you were late. Oh my God. Oh, per employee? Yes. That's crazy. That's nuts. Man, this is, this is great stuff, Max. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Thank you for yeah, sharing that. Yeah, for real. You... I'm almost like to leave the old. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> yeah, guys. I see. I can tell because yeah, like, I see the brain, the wheels moving. We already talked about the second question we had, are there specific educational partnerships, mentorships, internships that can be done? You went ahead, you stole the show for us. You got it. Sorry. So Max spoke about those things that the different places do. There is an actual associate degree program out there. And now, so the last, the, one of the last ones we have for you is what role does remote work or flexibility may have with attracting young people? 
Yeah, I think, Brian, that's a great question. First, flexible working hours. I'm still a young parent, right? My yeah. kids are four and seven. Oh, God bless. So it's, yeah. uh, it's a logistical nightmare getting them to places. It's just a nightmare. <laughs> Nobody told me this was also part of having kids. They need to go here. They need to go there at this time. And it almost feels like sometimes, am I working or... You know, what, what's the priority? No, you're an Uber driver. That's it. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's almost like that, right? Yeah. Um, they could see me walking to the gym or school or swimming lessons or whatever, which I love to. But flexibility, I think, overall is something that's, that people will really do. They, will, they won't want to do a Dolly Parton 9 to 5 anymore, right? Go no, to no. the office, just like my no. old dad. Yes. So I think flexibility is amazing. And then remote, basically opens up working for any type of company you would want to work for. Yeah. Right? Sometimes I would say, if you don't work in payroll, you almost are forced into a certain industry. So if you're first studied biochemics, of course you'll work at a bio company. Sure, but sure. if you work in payroll, you can work in any industry you would want. Yes. Right? Any industry. Therefore also, if you can work remote, you could basically, well, from my little home office here, I've worked for an oil and gas company. I've worked for a tech company. I now work for a provider with a tech company. I work for a PwC as a consulting work from home. Wow. Remote, you can touch everything with remote so you can attract talent from anywhere, right? It doesn't matter anymore. So I think it's in general, right? Remote work and flexibility almost goes in hand in hand. You would be hard pressed to motivate youngsters by saying, you need to be in the office five days a week and you need to be there nine to five. You're like, no, we're not going to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love how the young folks, and I love it really that we were just talking about me and Walt, how long we've been doing this and what the changes we've seen, pay transparency being a big one in the U.S. and how long we've been doing it. Yeah. And the changes, it's crazy. It's crazy. Do you, anything sticking out before we get into this? Uh, you no, no, ask? man. This, this is great, man. No, like I'm looking forward to seeing how this is when it's edited, man. Max, this has been such an exciting episode. I man, just wanted thanks. to talk about global payroll now for a little bit. The one more question. Before we, we play a little game before we got, but before that, so I guess if you can say, what do you think is the biggest challenge right now for global payrollers and... Where do you, is there anything that the, that you see that the future will impact? So any big challenge right now? And is there anything that, where's the evolution going of global payroll? Yeah, just a great question. Global payroll at least is here to stay. What people struggling with a lot now is the, almost the, the need and the push for automation mm -hmm. and to trust automation. Whereas I just read the latest magazine of the payroll org, Paytech, mm -hmm. and I always love when they interview members, right? It yeah. says, as a payroll professional, you always need to check things twice. And then we have this big AI push and this big automation push. And then we have the DNA of the payroll professional who likes to check, recheck and do everything. So I think regardless if you're doing domestic payroll, but global payroll, I think the, the uh, role of the payroll professional is changing. And that might be the biggest challenge that we as payroll professionals might face right. is basically yeah. who looks back in the mirror because the world is changing. Yeah. So is doing payroll. It's changing whether you do it in-house, whether you do it outsource. And that's a, a more personal view. And I could have 
giving you a whole base, our story around how we want to do payroll. But I think, which I'm happy to do with anyone, of course, but I think this is a change of the payroll professional, right? Yeah. Let me give you, so when I worked in my prior company, I was rotating responsibilities of countries between oh. the team. Nice. Right? Okay. Someone was responsible for APEC or Asia Pacific. One was responsible for EMEA. But I said, why don't you guys cross train each other? They were like, Max, have you gone mad? <laughs> These are my countries. Mm -hmm. I know them in and out. I said, do you want to go on leave during Christmas and New Year's Eve? For sure. I said, somebody needs to do the work. That's yes. right. So some, you need to explain to someone else. That's right how it works. And I started that evolution from maybe February, March. And yes, that year, she went out on leave for two weeks, didn't touch her laptop at all because she knew we also know her country. She was still the expert wow. and we could help. So I think the role of the payroll professional is trusting others, letting go a little bit hmm. and challenge the status quo of how it's always done to how it should be done in 2024 and beyond. Yes. I love that. Yeah. That's a great... Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, of course. that's awesome. And we talk about on the show all the time how it has to be a plug and play type thing. Play off the Pazar podcast. You have to be able to do that. If you're going leave, you got to be like, hey, here's my playbook. This is yeah. what I do. You've already trained on it. You remember, let's do a refresher. And you got to be, a, but folks get scared. Like you said, how dare you? These are my countries. They get yes. scared, but it's not. I learned very early on from a controller that I had as my boss. That is not job security. That is not exactly. job security. Like you said, knowledge is to be shared. If not, it's not meaningful. So that's it's such a great call out. I love that you have reaffirmed that for us and for the payrollers out there, right? Don't be afraid to look. You got to stretch. Invest in yourself. Don't be afraid to stretch and do other things in payroll. Yes, it's yes. frustrating. It's scary. But this, the only way you grow is to keep stretching into other things. You get to do benefits. You get to do, learn about taxes. You get to learn about oh, finance. Yeah. You get to learn about HR. Like I've become, I have become an HR professional by osmosis, just being in HR. And you learn. I've had great HR leaders that have taught me everything they've known. And it's an amazing opportunity. You can go into operations. You can go into anything. Like you said, it's endless career choices once you're in payroll. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this game, Max. You're such a great host. We'd love to have you back one day. We'd love to get on your podcast as well and yes, keep talking we'll about payroll. Yes, let's do it. And before we let you go, we like to play a fun game. Let me get, let me pull up my notes here. And well, can I start this one off? And yeah, go ahead. Start it up. Is it eight? One, two, three, four. Five, yep. Eight. I'll do the first four. Um, all right. So <laughs> it's this or that. You pick one, both, either, neither, doesn't, you know, what it makes you think of. Right. All right. All right. First one is coffee or tea? Coffee. Okay. Biscuits or scones? None. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Remote or in office? Remotes. Okay. What did you mean by this one? Tax setup or payroll integration? What's the, what's oh, so, oh. I was at payroll integration. All right. All right. I'll pick the next four. Plane or train? Train. Train. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, are you a morning person or a night owl? Both. Both. Well, okay. When do you sleep? <laughs> I don't need a lot of sleep, actually. Yeah. That's funny. Neither do I. Good. good. All right. Cats or dogs? Dogs. 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 
And the last one, Android or iPhone? <laughs> iPhone. iPhone. Okay. Great. All right. That's so, awesome. Max, awesome. before we let you go, could you give us, or the listeners, a parting word of advice for talent or people who are just getting started in the industry? And then also, could you tell the listeners where they can find you or follow you at on social media? Of course. What I, the advice I would give to young pair professionals is, first of all, you've chosen the right profession. And second of all, just ask. Never assume, just ask. That's how I learned in my career, by asking others for their advice, for their help their point of view, or asking them for feedback, which can be scary. I've done something, can you review, right? You hand over your baby and accept that they actually have an opinion, right? This goes back to one of my other passions, Stoic philosophy, actually. And it says, if you decide to do something, expect that someone watches you do it and actually has an opinion about it. And that's fine. So get out there. I think that will be my parting piece of advice. I love awesome. it. Where can we follow you at? Where's your best platform? Well, you can travel all the way to lovely Dordrecht in the Netherlands and watch me walk the streets. But hey, that might be challenging for people. So I have created a virtual presence too. So you can look me up on LinkedIn. I think it's LinkedIn forward slash passion for payroll. But of course, you can also find me on my name. You can find me on the Bezar website. So www.bezar.com. You can also listen to our podcast, who soon will feature, of course, these two brilliant payroll minds. Oh, thank you very well. much. Plug and pay as well. And I think that's the best way. Visit me. Anyone's going to the PAO Congress in Nashville in May. I'll also be there. We'll be although there. Although I've told You'll be there too. Yes, awesome. Yes, we'll yes. finally meet in person. Yes. So although I've chosen remote, I do love to actually see people Yes. Uh, as well. So I would love to see everyone there. Oh, awesome. that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Let's yeah. connect. Maybe we could do something cool for that. Oh, yes, we should. Yeah. Let's connect. That'll be awesome. Oh, my gosh. This has been one of my favorite conversations of all time. No disrespect to our, all of our amazing guests, <laughs> but this one is really special. Um, I guess when you don't expect, right? Because I haven't. I didn't know what like to expect. And I was like, he's a great host and I love the show, but what, how, cause it's, sometimes it's different, right? Sometimes folks yeah. don't bring that same energy and you brought it, Max. I love it. Thank you for being on the show today. Well, anything close out. Man, this is, I follow that same sentiment. I share the same sentiment that you did. And Max, you have a wealth of knowledge. You're very, very down to earth and you're very engaging. And I can tell that you have the passion for payroll. Yeah, Definitely see that real. in you. So thank you for being on with us. Thank you for sharing your story. And I can't wait to meet you. Likewise. Well, thank you for being you and bringing out the best in me and for elevating the profession. What you do is really pivotal. My favorite payroll podcast out there. Thank you. No disrespect Absolutely. to the other podcast. <laughs> no, exactly. No, yeah. You don't subscribe to this one and ours, of course. Yeah. And you're missing. That's right. Yes, that's right. Thank you. Check out Plug and Pay. I love it. Thank you, Max. Have a great one. Before we sign off, here are a couple of quick things. Don't forget to follow It's About Payroll on LinkedIn and It's About Your Paycheck on Facebook and TikTok. Thank you for being a part of our payroll community and thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Until next time. Keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going.